We don't think about what is actually happening when we have sex, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's a very vulnerable act. Like someone's body is going inside of your body. Like that's weird when you think about it, when you break it down, you know? And so it's like, of course it feels vulnerable. You're being literally like penetrated by another person. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Hi, I'm Dahlia. I'm not your therapist, but I am a dating coach, a matchmaker, and your new best friend when your real best friend just doesn't want to listen to you anymore. So let's have it. If you would like to be coached privately or on the podcast, please reach out to us, notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com. Listener question for the week comes from Instagram. It says, when's a good time to tell someone you have kids slash are going through some pretty heavy personal stuff that would, of course, affect your dating life? I went on a first date with a guy tonight who was perfectly nice, but told me on our date that he had three kids and was separated from his wife, still married. He told me super soon into the date, but felt like something he maybe should have let me know before. When's a good time to break that info? Would love your thoughts. You know, this is a tough one. I I generally think if two people are super into each other, most things can be kind of conquered, overcome, worked around. This does sound like the guy has a lot going on that was not necessarily apparent from his dating profile, assuming that's where they met. I would say... It might be good to say you have kids. I don't think it's really your responsibility to disclose everything about your current situation with your ex or your kids when you're texting. Because like I always say, nothing real can happen until you meet in person. And while someone could easily dismiss you, if you say I have kids on a dating app, they might meet you in person and be like, we just clicked. I like this person so much. I never thought I wanted to date someone with kids. But guess what? I'm fine with it because I like this person so much. And then guess what? Two people win. Two people are not single who would have been otherwise if they had stuck to, well, I have to tell everyone I have kids before I even go on a first date. And well, I'm not dating anyone who has kids and I'm just going to reject anyone I see on this app who has kids. So I think it's kind of, you know, going on a date. Yeah, it's a night of your life. You can afford to give it up. You're going to get a good story. You're going to meet an interesting person. You're going to learn something about yourself or the other person. It is not a waste of time. And that person didn't waste your time by not telling you they had three kids on the dating app. You know, I was talking to um, my guest, Jeremy, who was 5'7", and said, you know, he was nervous about putting that on his profile. Could he leave it off? Yes, let them meet you in person. People are way too judgmental and have way too many barriers for themselves on these apps. And so if there's something you need to leave off, it's not like this guy was cheating on his relationship. His relationship just wasn't totally resolved yet. But he told her very early into the date, he didn't date her for three weeks and then tell her. He didn't have a secret. He just didn't want to be cut out of the equation before even having a chance to meet her. So it's obviously a personal decision. If you need to know that whoever you're going to go on a date with is okay with your situation, then yeah, either put it in your profile or say it in the first few messages of conversation. But if you're like, I want people to be open to me, I want to be open to different people, you can leave those things off and save them for the first date. Or as I always recommend, do a phone call or a FaceTime. And those things should probably come out there once you figure out if you're vibing or not. So it's different for everyone, but let's not rule out anything too quickly for ourselves or for another person. Hello, welcome. I'm so excited. I'm here with a beautiful, tall, blonde woman who makes me feel very small and short and stout. Uh, It's great. No, I'm here with Emily 
Paulson. She is 23 years old, moved to Los Angeles two months ago from Toledo, Ohio. She is in social media marketing. She is 5'11". She has blonde hair. She came to my show. We had a great time. We're happy to be here. And we're just going to jump right in. Emily, hello. Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Thank you for joining. I have to say, one of the things I just learned about Emily is she is the type of person who will stop for lunch and get a short rib sandwich. And I have so much admiration because... Well, either you're just freshly from Ohio or you're just like a real cool down girl because most people would be like, yeah, I just wanted to get a light lunch. So I got like a green juice and a slice of lemon. And you're like, I sorry, can I use my Tide pen? Because I just dribbled short rib on my shirt before I came here. And I love you. On I love a white that. t-shirt. On a white t-shirt. And you great. said you have a date tonight. Yes, I do. And a job interview. Yeah, crazy Let's day. Let's look at that stain. How we How's looking? it go? You know, it, I think it's... it looks like... You it's poured fading. something on yourself. <laughs> it looks like I dribbled water on myself. Yeah, now. it's fine. If anyone asks, just be like, I drooled. With some short rib. With short. Actually, I think the short rib story is quite endearing and attractive. Really? So I would just stick with that. I was just hungry. Yeah, no, I get it, girl. When you are hungry, you get it. Um, so Emily, you came to my show on Thursday and then you're like, I want to come on your show. Yes. You came to my live show. You wanted to come on this show. Mm-hmm. What kind of inspired you? What made you go like, this is something I need to do. I need to talk to her. Yeah. Well, I have been single my whole life. Wow. So I figured it's great job. a better match. Great job. You mentioned in your email to me that uh, you come from a Lutheran, very religious household. So kudos on not marrying your high school sweetheart. Right. Oh you my know? gosh. I got uh, that for sure. <laughs> uh, did you have a high school sweetheart? Did you do that whole thing? Or you I just never not. had a boyfriend? No, I never had a boyfriend um, partially because I was taller than all the guys yeah. in my small private private high school mm-hmm. um so never got a match there and then also just kind of being discouraged from dating in a way from yeah. being in such a christian lutheran household but you have kind of you said you're redefining your religion for yourself now and so you're kind of splitting off from the super religious upbringing but you still religion still has a place in your life yeah for sure uh still trying to figure it out um and decide what religion and spirituality means to me um which also is me reevaluating how i treat relationships yeah and how do you treat them and how would you like to treat them yeah so I feel like right now, definitely kind of exploring, um, especially being new to Los Angeles, I'm also figuring out what the dating scene here looks like. Um, but a big part has been like, when do you go home with someone and what does that mean to me? Because I feel like it is pretty individual. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been a big thing for me. And then, you know, when it comes to like, eventually, will I want to raise my children in the church? So mm. just a lot of questions, a lot of stuff to figure out. A lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And so you are not a virgin. I That's asked you correct. this before we started recording. Yes. So in terms of when to go home with someone, it's on the table for you, but it's probably kind of a new concept even to be more free with that than you have been in the past. Yeah, for sure. I I feel like where I'm at right now, it's more of... You know, I would really like to be in a relationship with someone before hooking up with them. Um, just before I, hooking up with them or before sleeping um, with them? 
that's a good question like a little bit of both actually interesting Um, because I feel like since uh like even kissing I'd have my first kiss until um I was 20 years old so like that was delayed and then um yeah just it feels like it's been a little bit slower than everyone else yeah when all those things happen well if you were raised religious plus like you said your height which I know is very intimidating for men especially when they're in high school and they haven't hit their growth spurt yet so these all seem like reasonable reasons why you are in the situation you're in but I love the fact that you know you came to my show you sent me your dating profiles you are on the apps you're killing it you look beautiful you. your pictures are cute you're very cute Um, You're obviously getting out there and getting social. You told me that one of your jobs out here as a social media person was being kind of a branding ambassador person for a new dating app that we will not name, but... Because they're not sponsoring me. Because they're not sponsoring us, but it's a new dating app coming out. And you said that actually doing that job helped you to get people's numbers on the street. So you're like... You've got all the tools in the toolbox, but now you just have to get to building. You know what I mean? Yes. You have to get out there. Yeah. Since I've never made the the transformation from like kind of seeing someone to being in a relationship, I have no idea what that's going to look like. Did you date at all in college? A little bit. I go on dates here and there. Um, I feel like I had a lot more confidence. In in college? Yeah. Than now? In like a weird way, like I, I feel like I would um, like kind of throw caution to the wind, like in terms of like meeting up with people from dating apps. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one time a first date with someone was at a Russian mafia birthday party, like literally people who were all there were in the Russian mafia, but it was one of their birthday parties. It wasn't so. like a theme Russian mafia. No, it was, it was like actual like Russian people mafia. in the mafia. Wow. Yeah. So I feel like I would just kind of be like, yeah, whatever. That sounds good. And now I'm kind of like, I don't know if it's like prioritizing my time differently now, but. It's interesting. That's a very quick turnaround time from one way of being to another. If you were like that in college and now you're 23, which is not much older than college age, right. that you already kind of are pulling back a little. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, it's understandable. You just moved here two months ago. You're trying to find a regular steady job. You're making new friends. You're meeting people. So it it actually makes sense that your priority right now is not dating. But I would encourage you to maybe push yourself out of your comfort zone a little and try and recapture that. Because I think we we often make the mistake as we get older of, and 23 is clearly not older, but older than, I guess, 20. You know, we get more cautious. We, we think we put more stakes on things. We make things higher risk for us. And it doesn't have to be that way. You know, like, those adventures you had, those are such a key part of dating and a key part of getting to know yourself, not only in dating, but as a person. Yeah. As there are a few things that you're starting to work out now that you left your kind of more traditional upbringing, it's still really important to kind of safely have those adventures. Yeah, for sure. Do you think some of it is just you wanting to kind of get your bearings here and feel safer and more solid here before you're willing to kind of go on wild adventures? Yeah, I feel like, well, first of all, it really was hard to nail down a first date here, like first mm. date in Los Angeles. Um, I I feel like I'm still trying to figure out what that looks like for me here. But I feel like people in Los Angeles are a lot more flaky, right? At least that's what I'm kind of... That's, that's the general sentiment, but I think 
people on apps are flaky in general. Because mm, I think yeah. anywhere you go, people are going to say, oh, people are so flaky. Like the apps being flaky thing is not special to Los Angeles. It okay, is. That's good to know. It's a complaint <laughs> everywhere. Look on any social media account. Like everyone has that complaint. And it's because meeting someone digitally is not the same as meeting them in real life. And so whereas people will be like, I just feel like he should be more aggressive or he he should pursue me or he should be asking for the date. I'm like, he doesn't know to be obsessed with you yet because he hasn't met you. (laughs) Once they meet you, then you can have an expectation of like, he should be asking me out. He should be more proactive. He should be this or she should be that. But before they've met you, you're just like, you could be a bot. For all they know. Yeah, you know? that's totally fair. I uh, I had one date through the, the um, dating app promotion that I did going out to bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had plans with this one guy, and I'm kind of convinced, I'm pretty sure he overdosed and was put into a coma. But that's just my theory. What, because- can you explain this theory? <laughs> so, uh, like, we had plans... And um, plans got pushed back a couple times throughout the week. Sure. Finally, the day comes around and like, hey, so are we still on? Like, no response. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to continue with my day. And uh, like two days later, he texts me. He's like, hey, sorry. I have no idea what happened for the past two days. Great. That's a, that's a good sign right off the bat. Yeah, no Did red flag at all. explain any more than that? No, um, since he had kind of already like flaked and rescheduled a couple different times, I just it's like, you know what, this isn't gonna work. Yeah. I hope the best for you. Great. I moved on. Yeah. What I like about you is it seems already, and I hope you stay this way, mm-hmm. that you have kind of this wide eyed innocence to you, not in a like gross Ohio like religion way, not that that's gross, but you know what I mean? Not in that like naive way, but in that kind of like okay, I guess that's just another person. <laughs> like, it's it seems like you're kind of good, from what I can tell so far, yes. at not taking things personally yeah. and at not turning things into a narrative or a story about how bad people are and how bad dating is. That's what I'm going to say as you get older and as you get more experience dating in Los Angeles or anywhere, you're going to want to catch yourself on those things. So even, this, even the statement, people are flaky in Los Angeles – is already a story you're telling yourself. And then from there, you'll prove that story right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you'll just start kind of using that as, well, no, I don't date. No, I don't go on apps because people are flaky in Los Angeles. And it's like, anytime you catch yourself telling yourself a story, I would say, nix, nix. Like, it it doesn't help you at all, you know? It's like to have that story. You could be like, people are flaky in Los Angeles. Or you could be like, that person was flaky. Good thing I didn't go out with them. Yeah. You know? And I think that's just going to help you stay in a good mindset because what I'd love to see you do is start to take those risks and have those adventures like you used to. And to do that, you kind of have to keep your own walls from going up. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You should like do a podcast. I I should do a podcast. Um, So, okay. So you said getting to a first date Mm. is hard, but you're going on a second date tonight. Yes, I am. And this was actually like you said, like an in-person meeting. Yeah, Uh, those are better. I actually, I had a dating app date set up for a night and he flaked last minute. So I was like, okay, whatever. Go on my morning walk. And you go on a morning walk. 
Well, I was right by the by the trail, so it was just like a nice morning wow, walk. Wow, wow. I'm impressed. I try. I try. I go on my morning walk. <laughs> I need to go on a morning walk. Okay. So I'm I'm leaving and uh this guy stops me. He's like, excuse me, like, where's the peak? And I was like, I don't there's not really a peak in Runyon Canyon. So no. I was like, I don't know. Like I just moved. Also, down. it's probably up the hill. Right. Yeah, I exactly. Guess. Like, I guess that way. <laughs> um, and then he transitioned into getting my number. Nice. And Smooth. Yeah. Can you talk us through how he did that for the male and female listeners out there who want to yeah. be able to execute these smooth moves? It was a So little... he asked where the peak was in a place where the peak was clearly clear where the peak was. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it was um, like his, he was with a buddy and his buddy was the one who was like, excuse me to get me to take my earbuds out, mm-hmm. which normally I don't know how I feel about like approaching girls in random situations this one worked out were there other people around did you feel safe i guess so it was yeah. just very unexpected i didn't have yeah. any makeup on i was all sweaty not my ideal way to meet someone but obviously but worked. it works this goes with my theory that i talked about <laughs> a couple weeks ago which was be dirty on your dates because your pheromones attract more people. Have you ever noticed that when really? you go out like totally cleaned up and freshened up, no one even cares about you? And when you go out like, I haven't shaved, I haven't showered, don't tell anyone, hope nobody finds out. <laughs> uh, that's when everyone comes sniffing around, not to be too graphic, but Interesting. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think sweat is a real aphrodisiac. Yes, I think so. Um, I later asked him, how that situation went from his point of view mm-hmm. and he was talking to his buddy being like man i keep striking out in dating apps his friend's like watch this excuse oh. me oh my god um so it was like so his friend said excuse me but then yeah. he asked for the number yeah how, yeah it, how did he get there honestly i think it was just kind of it was kind of like a fumbled conversation yeah where i was like i don't know i'd just walk up to that point and walk down and then he's you know asking where i live and Weird. i mentioned that you, you know, yeah. like in terms of not like sure. address. Like where, what's your exact address and what's right. the buzzer, what's the buzzer number? Yeah. Um, okay. um, so just kind of like, like general questions. I mentioned that I was new here. So where'd you move from? Um, and I think it pretty, he was just like, can I get your number? Great. And Love it. yeah, I was pretty skeptical because I was like, if you're with a friend, either it was like a bet or he's trying to see how many numbers he can get. Mm. So I was kind of like, We'll see what happens. But you went with it anyway. You yes. went, you pushed your jaded misgivings aside mm-hmm. and you said, I'm going to give this a shot anyway. Yeah. And I love that. Yep. And okay. And then how soon after did he text you? Uh, It was probably like an hour or so. Nice. Didn't wait till the next day. Love it. Yeah. Okay. And what'd he say? He said, what are we doing tonight? <gasps> <laughs> That's hot. I know. What are we doing tonight? Everyone write that down. What are we doing tonight? Tonight. I love that. I I say this all the time that it's so much more attractive when someone who is asking you out is is like confident about when and what and where instead of being like, we should hang out sometimes. Like, what are we doing tonight? It's like that confidence is so hot and you can't, you kind of can't say no to it, at least not in the moment. So maybe you try to say no later, but whatever, you're going to get a yes in the moment. That's amazing. Yeah. So that was really great. And And were you free that night? Yeah. Well, I was like, well, my date tonight actually just canceled on me. So I'm free. 
And he said, all right, we're going to go this place at this time for drinks. Oh my goodness. I love this. I love this. (laughs) And so this was a first date. Was this your first, first date in Los Angeles? Yes. Wow. I like how it happened. I know. Me too. It's kind of a fun story. It's a fun story. And how old is this gentleman? He's 32. Ooh, older man. Yeah. I like it. I'm within the 10-year range. I'm totally fine. I'm yeah, fine outside yeah. of that too, but in terms of younger woman, older man, I say 10 years is not creepy. Yeah, and I it's think nine it's years. Fine. Yeah. And what does he do? He is in commercial real estate. Sure, why not? Yeah. yeah. I still, I'm excited for the second date because I still like, I'm like, okay, he was an EMT for six years. He like did volunteer stuff so i'm just like i don't know who this guy is but it's it's, exci- it's like a little bit of mis- mystery I think. is he taller than you or shorter he's not which is interesting he's not taller no is he shorter he's like same height nice so, I like his confidence. I gotta yeah. say, I also, I don't know how much you've listened to the show, but I yell at women, tall women, quite a bit about their penchant for taller men and how that's all they'll date. Mm-hmm. Because I just think it's about the confidence level of the guy. And I think it can be super hot if he's confident enough to pull it off. Like, what do you care? How right. do you feel about that? Is yeah, it- I I did date a guy who was shorter than me for a little while, a couple years ago. And I feel like as long as he never says anything about me wearing heels, mm-hmm. then I'm cool with it. Right. But really for like the past couple of guys I've gone dates with, like maybe heels are just what I want to wear. He'll be like, oh, you're taller than, you know, it won't be yeah. anything negative, mm-hmm. but it's like, I know what he's thinking. Yeah. And that kind of sucks. The the new one, the hiking guy, you know, did he say something or not? He he didn't really say anything about he it. He sounds pretty confident. He yeah. sounds like he wouldn't have a problem. I think he... I think it's so hot. I think it's so hot when the girl's like super tall and the guy's like, yep, this is right. my woman. It's interesting. I do find myself, if I am on a date with a guy who's a little bit shorter or the same height as me, I do find myself like kind of like kneeling a little oh, bit, and like ne- if we're if like we're like making crouching? out or whatever. Yeah, like crouching, not kneeling. No, <laughs> I'm, like I'm so tall that I have to kneel. Yeah, no. you're on your knees just yeah, to like make crouching. out. No. Wait, so okay, so wait, how was the date with the hiking oh, okay. guy? So this is uh, your first date ever in Los yes. Angeles. Yeah, how was it? It was amazing. Oh, um, he, you know this. how they have the people walking around selling roses. Yeah. I like kind yeah. of made it a joke like, oh, you should buy me a rose. And he did. Oh. And then we went, we did like the photo booth pictures. He insisted on keeping the one copy that it printed. And uh, the funny enough, the, the guy who had canceled on me earlier in the day, we were planning on seeing uh, Chris D'Elia, the comedian. Mm-hmm. And he's like, sorry, I didn't buy the tickets. It's sold out and I have plans. Wow, cool. Right. (laughs) Uh, But we ended up going on the wait list and got the last two tickets. Whoa. Yeah, it was perfect ending to the day. This is like a rom-com. Did you guys make out? (laughs) Yes. Good. Good. Yeah. You're killing it. I know you mentioned that. First date makeouts. Makeouts are vital. Yeah. First date makeout is essential. How else can you know how you feel? Where where the makeout take place? Um, I feel like it was just like a little like, like maybe like walking to a destination. It wasn't like one single like 
like full on makeout. It was like little little makeouts like, in the photo the booth or Damn. Like, dropping me off or you know just sprinkled. And then what was the contact like? How did you leave the date? Like oh we should do this again. And then what was the contact like after that? Like when did he text you? When did he ask you out? I you know I heard a lot of um I want to say sad but a lot of you know disappointing stories so whenever I get the chance to hear a positive story I just want to pick it apart for every little delicious every morsel. little detail yes because yeah. I want everyone to hear this and know it's out there you just have to be open to it because what I love about you is you're like a newborn baby <laughs> in Los Angeles like even your skin you're just like oh my god you're like and I'm not even talking about you being young but it's like you're new here so you don't have that like Ugh, what's this fucking guy doing? Or like, ugh, another one. You know, you're like, you're like, I'm here for the experience and I'm fresh faced and ready. And like, th- that guy canceled on me. So yeah, I'll go on this date. Like, I just love kind of the newness that you're bringing to it. And I would encourage you to hold on to that. You know, and not I, let things kind of toughen your skin. Right. I do aspire. Like, I hope. So. I, someday I want someone in the city to just spit on me and kick me down so I can get that jadedness, you don't, know? Don't, don't. <laughs> I feel like there's, <laughs> I just like, I'm, I'm too naive. Like I want to get like slapped around a little bit. Girl, don't <laughs> worry about it. I mean, my mom says to me all the time, she's like, don't worry. Life will get hard. Like, you don't have to make it hard. You don't have to seek out hardness. If things are going well and you're enjoying yourself, just be grateful. Just be happy because you don't know at any moment things could happen to you, to a loved one, whatever, not to be too much of a downer. But (laughs) you don't have to seek out the getting jadedness. And if you never get jaded... Uh, so much the better. We need more people like that. You know what I mean? Like, keep your positivity. Keep enjoying it. I told you. I mean, I caught you a little on the LA people are flaky. We're going to nip that in the bud. So even regardless, we're going to hear where this guy is going. But Mm -hmm. regardless of where things go with him, I would say, you know, just keep keep on your... That was that individual guy. That's not a story about all guys. It's not a story about dating. It's not a story about you. It's that person and how they behaved and that's it. Nothing else is going to help you than keeping keeping it separate like that. Yeah. Okay, so what happened? So end of the date, what happened after the date? Tell us everything. Yeah, yeah. So he did the whole like, oh, do you want to come back to my place? And oh. this is kind of where me like figuring it out happens because sure. uh, typically or not saying that there's anything wrong with first date going home. At all. But yeah. I just knew like I just got to call it a night. And I don't know, what, do you have any advice when it comes to like when to go home with someone? Um, I think it's highly individualized, obviously. I think it's whatever you're comfortable with. I would say as someone who is newly exploring kind of maybe your sexual freedom and your romantic freedom and your dating life and and your identity overall in terms of your identity outside of your religion, I'd say take it slow. I'd say follow your instincts completely. Don't feel pressured at all. Even if, you know, you could have gone home with him and still kept it to a makeout. Like also just going home with someone doesn't mean now we're going to have sex. You know what I mean? Like it can be whatever you want it to be. Right. And I say state your terms up front. Like if you did go home with him and you started making out, started getting whatever, before you feel like, uh-oh, I'm down a slippery slope or I can't stop at this point, that's a good time to stop and say, 
I'm not having sex with you tonight. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to make that clear. And then if he's pressuring you after that, after you stated that, that's a good time to leave. That's just a good time to be like, you know what? I'm, I think it's hard for both of us to control ourselves. No hard feelings. I'm going to go. Let's go out again soon. Like it doesn't have to be a like, fuck you because people get boners and it's hard. You know, <laughs> They're just excited. And I, you know, as long as they're respectful, that's fine. And it's understandable that they're going to try because why wouldn't they? Right. But once you say no, they need to be able to respect that, especially if you set the boundaries up front. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, if you didn't feel like it on the first, this is your first date ever here in Los Angeles so whatever you're comfortable with is fine I also generally like to say you know again this is different for everyone but I encourage waiting to have sex until you know really solidly how you feel about them as a person Mm -hmm. how you you know whether you like them or not not just I'm so attracted to them I feel all these things when I'm around them not those kind of like love chemical pheromonal feelings but do I like them as a person have I seen them in enough different situations Mm -hmm. if the sex goes badly for some reason which can happen the first time and we have to work on it am I still gonna like them or am I gonna be grossed out and annoyed and lose interest then I'm probably not ready to have sex with them Interesting. Because the fact is, too, when two people really like each other, often the first time they have sex is not very good because nerves and they don't know each other's bodies yet and they, they're not, you know, comfortable enough to communicate what they want yet. That can take a while. So you have to be with someone that regardless of how the sex goes down, as long as they're respectful of you, you're going to still like them anyway. And I think you have to be kind of at that point mentally of knowing how much you like them. Yeah. Like if you're questioning, like you still feel like you don't know him very well, then I would say, hold off, you know? There's yeah. no shame in that. And they can respect that. And then if they can't, they can keep walking. For sure. You I know? That's a good idea. Did he seem like okay with you being like, okay, I'm going to go? Yeah, yeah, very respectful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, most people are going to try. Mm-hmm. Most guys especially are going to try. But what matters is how they respond when you say no, when you set your boundaries. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I, I sometimes do say too, like, Maybe don't have sex until you're exclusive with someone if it's something that's important to you. You know, that doesn't mean they have to be your boyfriend, but you might want to get the clarity of like, are you having sex with anyone else? Mm -hmm. I'm not comfortable doing this. If you are, like, that's okay too to wait for. It's all, you know, very personal. Then again, I also think there's a lot to be learned from one night stands. So, Mm -hmm. but that might not be with someone you're dating. That might be like, I go to a party and I had a fun night and I have no expectations and I feel safe and I feel comfortable and I'm going to, Go have a good time with this person and never see them again. And that, there's merit to that too. There are relationships that come out of that too. So, you know. I think like a big part of it for me that is the the piece that I'm still figuring out is mm-hmm. I feel um, once I sleep with someone, there's like this invisible string. Like, like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a very like emotional thing for me. I think mm-hmm. that's... Um, you know, because I was raised to wait until marriage, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of adds a little bit more weight to mm-hmm. that decision. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, also, yes, it's partially from how you're raised, but it's also partially biological that mm. sex creates bonding chemicals. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, even if you're like, I'm having a one night stand and I feel great about it, you might still feel this weird thing the next day of like, well, but I still want to hear from them. Or like, I still want to know that I mattered. Or I still want to know that they like me and they want to see me again. Because it's also like, you know, sex has turned into this very um, 
meaningless thing, just in the way of like, we don't think about what is actually happening when we have sex, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it's a very vulnerable act. Like someone's body is going inside of your body. Like that's weird when you think about it, when you break it down, you know? And so it's like, of course it feels vulnerable. You're being literally like penetrated by another person. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But like it's vulnerable emotionally, physically. Letting someone in that way is a very vulnerable thing. So it makes total sense that you're going to feel something after, even if you're not like in love with this person, your body's going to have a response regardless of what your mind is doing. Yeah. So it's good that you know that about yourself. Yeah, it's good, but it's also, you know, it's just figuring it out. Yeah. Still. What do you think, like, where do you think you want to fall on this? Do you want to wait for a relationship or do you want to try what it feels like to be more casual about it? Or where do you think you are? I feel like I would like to set the standard for myself to wait until I'm in a relationship at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but also part of me is like, we'll see. Like, we'll yeah. see if that happens. Yeah. And I think go with how you're feeling. Be mm. honest about it. Don't feel bad if you do sleep with someone and then feel a weird attachment after. Like, I think there's also kind of this, in this movement towards like reclaiming slut and all that, I think it's been a little bit pushed aside that I can still feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And it's a little like, you like you should just be able to have sex and not feel anything. You're a strong, powerful woman. And it's like, yes, I am. But also I feel something when I have sex. So if you do start to be a little more casual or have a one-night stand or something like that, and you feel weird after, there's no shame in that. You know, that's normal. That's totally normal. And it doesn't mean that you're not a strong, powerful, independent, free-spirited, soulful woman. Right. So what happened after at the end? Oh, yes. Uh, So, you know, just like a little bit of texting. Um, I think the the first text that he sent after he dropped me off was um, a picture of our photo booth picture on his refrigerator. That's cute. <laughs> so corny, but it's, it is cute. Oh. Um, and yeah, just keep in contact. I have been super busy, but he's been um, pretty persistent in a good way. Mm-hmm. And being like, when can I see you next? And so tonight will be a second date. What are you doing? Uh, I think we're going to get sushi, which I personally am afraid of sushi dates Cause I feel like you have to put the whole thing in your mouth and then you can't talk for like 30 seconds to a minute cause you're chewing. So we'll see how that goes. Well, I would recommend, um, the smaller, mm. the rolled ones with the seaweed tightly around, you know, the yeah. small, like maybe get ones that have only maybe two ingredients. Cause that's a small bite. Yeah. That'll take less time. But you know what I mean? No, like, I totally, totally. It's, it's, That's uh, a tough one. Yeah, I feel like I would normally try and get something I can like cut into small pieces. Yes. Wow, you've really thought <laughs> this through. Like, um, like short rib, you can cut Sure, that. short rib, you can cut it in small pieces, <laughs> dribble it right on your shirt. Um, what you drink though, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So you'll probably have some sake. I think so. I'm. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't see why not. And so you'll probably... 
I think you'll be okay. I think just a small bite, and if it, you have to take a second before answering his question, mm-hmm. that's okay. Don't um, talk with the rice <laughs> falling out of your mouth and the chewed up fish. Just yeah. maybe don't. Do I that. also feel like I don't really know chopsticks, and mm. I feel like that's kind of a cute thing. Is you're that's like, cute. well, you'll have to teach me that's how cute. to use chopsticks. That's cute. But also at the same time, it's like not cute when I actually don't know how to. It'll be cute because you're cute. I'll pick it up with my hands. I think you could. Yeah, pick it up with your hands. It's fine. <laughs> but it'll be cute. Like, this will be one of those cute, like, second date. Like, remember when we went out for sushi and that was such a mess and I didn't even know how to eat sushi kind of things? It'll be cute. Do you like sushi? I think kind of. Yeah. How much have you had sushi? Not a whole lot. Like, kind I don't know. Just like, like a little to. baby bird Just- <laughs> out in the wild. <laughs> I have like hope and light. And yeah, you haven't eaten sushi. Your mom pushed you out of the nest and you're like, I'm here. I'm five foot 11 and my legs are really long. This is, how are you? Are you feeling excited? Or are you feeling nervous? I'm feeling excited, feeling more nervous for this job interview beforehand. Sure. But once you get that out of the way, then you can relax with some sake and sushi. Yeah. And it'll be great. Oh my gosh. And do you have any other prospects going on right now? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm not sure if it's cuffing season or it is, it's cuffing season or also Libra season. Why? Because that's I'm, my birthday was recently, so it is Libra. Like during your season, like I'm not sure. I feel like I like oh. put different energy. Oh. Interesting. You're like this is my season. Yeah. But it is cuffing season, and I have to say, like a lot of my clients all of a sudden are seeing someone regularly. Like a lot of people I've known to be single for a very long time are all of a sudden seeing someone, it's that time of year when everyone's like, okay, time to get together and settle down because it's getting colder and the holidays are coming and I don't want to be alone. Yeah. Take advantage. It's just been very, it's almost a little bit overwhelming. I'm like, I have people sliding in my DMs for the first time, which is like What kind of people? I don't know. Like, like all, strangers? All- yeah, I mean, I meet random people. I think it's pretty casual. It's like, yeah, follow each other on Instagram. Um, so yeah, I've been trying to be open to um, this random increase of people who are interested in talking to me. Yeah, as you should be. Yeah, you should spread your wings and fly, little bird. <laughs> <laughs> Love that metaphor. Yeah. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it with your like big blue eyes and you're like, (laughs) do you have more dates coming up with other people or just more conversations happening? Yeah, no set dates right now. Um, Through, uh, I visited my home, well, hometown. I went to college at Ohio State Mm -hmm. and went back to visit for my birthday weekend and uh, a bunch of people from all over the state were coming to the football game. And I met someone who we've always had mutual friends but never met. Mm-hmm. And that was also one of those uh, like organic connections that just like happened mm-hmm. randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's in Seattle. Said our second date will be in Los Angeles. But we'll see. It's been what? pretty much radio silence since then. So you met for real in Ohio, yes. which was when a couple weekends ago. Yeah, and you had a date, or you just yes, met? yes, we had a date before I flew out. Okay, and 
have you been communicating since then? No. No, like I I text him a couple times, but it feels like he's not really texting first. So I'm like, we'll see if this big talk of coming to visit me is actually going to happen. Yeah, when did he talk about coming to visit you? When you were in Ohio? You were in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also a, a little bit over text. You just can't be like, so when are you coming? Yeah, I'm going to say maybe this one. <laughs> Not as not as exciting because you see from the hiking guy Mm. what proactivity looks like, what it looks like when someone is into you. Mm. And chances are this romantic weekend in Ohio was very exciting and romantic and things were said. Mm -hmm. And then chances are everybody went back home and he said, I can't actually date someone in L.A. What am I doing? That's crazy. And we're 12 years old. We can't do that. (laughs) One of my friends, actually, she has a rule that she only dates people within five miles of her, which I think is like, intre- like it's interesting. I'd like to know how that works out <laughs> for her. Um, that's fine. I love when people set rules for themselves and then immediately break them, which she will. She'll meet someone from like Alaska and be like, I can't help it because that's that's just what happens. So. I'm going to say, yeah, just, you know, keep your fresh-faced light going on that you have and don't take on either the stories or the suggestions or the rules of anybody else. I think you have really great instincts. You're obviously good at meeting people in real life. Can you tell me a little bit? Because I I looked at your profiles and... um, Mostly they look great because you're adorable. And so there wasn't any like, oh, you're hiding yourself in these pictures or like these pictures are weird. And I think your writing is fun and upbeat. I think once you've been in LA a little bit longer, you could get a little more specific and interesting. Like it was a little like, something interesting about me is I just moved here and like I'm fun and nice but like you could definitely get a little more you're quirky like you have a quirkiness to you you're not a boring person you ate a short sandwich for lunch um <laughs> I do and you don't like- know how to use chopsticks so like there are interesting things about you that I think you could embrace kind of your quirky nerdy you know, differentness rather than just like, I'm sunshine and light and flowers and happiness and I just moved here. Like, you know, you could lean into your weirdness a little bit more, I think. Also, after being here for two months, I should probably change that prompt anyway. Probably you should. I'm not really new. Well, I don't know. I mean, I still feel new and I've been here for four, almost five years maybe, which is terrifying. You know, I think just just in the interest of keeping it more interesting for you and also changing your stuff on your apps puts you at the top of the pile again. So if you, you know, you kind of want to be updating anyway, but also just so you can start to have more interesting conversations than like, oh, hey, welcome to town. Like, (laughs) let me show you around, you know. How has your interaction on apps been? What's your... What are your conversations usually like? Because it sounds like you're not quite getting to the dates. Like you're having a lot of interest, but they're leading to some flakiness. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I am very clever and witty when it comes to like dating app messages or texting. Um, So I think guys really appreciate that. But it's like, how do I translate that into an actual date? Because... There are definitely people where I'm like, wow, they're also being witty and clever. Like, I'm very, I love goofy guys. Because mm-hmm. you're goofy. Yes. Yeah. So you need to, that's why I'm saying bring out your own goofiness a little bit more and you'll attract more goofy guys. Right now, you look like pretty blonde 
Instagram girl, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. with like the flower picture or the cute sports hat or whatever. I just looked briefly. But you, I think if you want, if you love goofy guys mm-hmm. and you want like a confident goofy guy sense of humor, you want to draw out that side of yourself. So I think your pictures can stay the same because hot pictures are hot pictures and they'll always take you farther. Right. But your answers can say, I'm not just this beautiful blonde girl. You know what I mean? For sure. And that'll attract more of those people. When you're chatting, are you saying like, okay, so when are we getting a drink? Well, I did do that. So the the guy that I originally had plans if, with that one day who mm-hmm. canceled, mm-hmm. Um, I, I was like, do you want to go to this comedy show with me? So in that situation, I asked him out. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I have had more success when I have the guy ask me out. Mm-hmm. And just in terms of my own success rate. So do you feel like if you were chatting with someone for a bit and it wasn't getting to the ask out point, would you feel comfortable being like, so are you going to ask me out? I feel like I, I definitely have that in me to do that, but it just never panned out when I do that. But it's not you asking them out. It's you telling them to ask mm. you out. Yeah. It's not you saying, I have the plans, this is what we're doing, because mm-hmm. they need to feel a little bit like they have to do something. Right. So it's more just like, so, should we get a drink? Or like, are you going to ask me for a drink? And you don't have to do the like, so are we just going to talk all day? Are we just pen pals? <laughs> like, is this, are you just here to chat? Like, did you want to, like, you don't have to do it in like a jaded way. You can do it in your goofy upbeat like I'm having a lot of fun talking to you I'm super super busy so let me know if you want to get a drink mm. you know yeah that's and good. then kind of leave it it's about tossing the hook and then letting them bite ah you know I see that know? could probably apply to in person too absolutely right? yeah okay yeah I mean it sounds like you do well in person but with in person too always a good thing is you know I'd love to get a drink sometime. Here's my number. Let me know. Then even though you were the one kind of saying like, it's okay, you still put the ball in their court. They actually have to do the work to follow up Mm. and to get the date to happen. Genius. Yes. Because I do feel like you're also a little bit of like a, like a troop mother. Like you seem like very safe, very wholesome. And like, you'd be fine being like, I found this activity for us to do, which is like very nice. But if you want them to be doing the asking out, then you just kind of have to throw the bone and walk away and not be doing everything for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I I would be all over that. Right. the perfect date. Yeah, exactly. But you can do that once they've earned it, once they're your boyfriend for Mm -hmm. like six months, then you can plan the perfect date. Okay. But until then, you want to let them take care of you. Yeah, I like bit. that. Yeah. What other questions do you have for me? Um, I mean, it has been a little discouraging being single my whole life. Sure. Uh, so I guess my question is, how do you turn these like kind of interest things into relationships? So like you date someone a couple times and it doesn't go into relationship territory. Why do you think that is? If I were to ask your friends what Mm. they would say, why is Emily single? What would they say? I, I'm not sure what they would say. Um, I do feel like I have been a little bit picky, like a teensy bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But also I think it really just comes down to a lot of uh, like like you said, ball in their court and mm-hmm. then they do nothing with it. Do you feel like 
and I'm just going off of instinct, obviously, because I don't know your whole past, but Mm -hmm. do you feel like you allow yourself to be vulnerable with men? Yeah, I I actually, um, I feel like I open up very quickly. Hmm. Like not, not like too much, but like, um, like maybe if there was something tough that happened this year and it happened to like the topic of that conversation came up, mm-hmm. um, then I'm like, ah, oh, why not just open up and mm. tell them about it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not too, like, I don't feel like I have many walls up. What do you think generally happens? Like how many dates will usually go on with someone and then it kind of fades away or tapers off or doesn't get to the relationship point what's your kind of average well now that I kind of am stepping back and thinking of it from that way Mm -hmm. I'm like I mean this was the the first date that I've had in the past like two or three months Mm -hmm. and I'm having trouble remembering if I was even dating towards the end of my time in Ohio Mm -hmm. um so I guess like the the, this is kind of going away from the original question no, that you asked, but um, the last like more serious dating that I was in, I got to the point where I'm like, I'm ready for some sort of exclusivity. We don't have to throw the boyfriend, girlfriend around, but it was enough to where I'm like, yeah, I'd like to at least know if you are or are not seeing other people. And that kind of brought an end to that relationship. How because, did it end after that? Um, he, it was the first time he was single in a while. And uh, so he was not ready to put any sort of label or limitation on that. Um, so that just kind of ended at that conversation once I realized I can't do. Mm-hmm. Like the, the point where I was at emotionally, it needed something and he wasn't willing to to meet at that. And how long had you been seeing him? It was like one or two months seeing each other once or twice a week. It was okay. pretty, yeah. I mean, I think that's actually normal. Mm. Um, I generally think that dating goes in kind of three-month chunks. So around the three-month mark is generally where I'm like, if it's not going anywhere and you don't feel like going anywhere, mm-hmm. it's time to either talk about it or move on. Yeah. Um, generally, I think when two people are on the same page, you can feel it and you don't even really need to have that conversation. Like you might have it just to have it, but both people kind of know it's very obvious. It's like we're making an effort to see each other. We're spending time together. If something is super confusing Mm -hmm. and like, well, he says he wants to see me, but he's always busy or like, yeah, 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 like everything's great. He's just like, he has a lot going on right now. Like that's generally a, we are not on the same page thing is happening. Like he doesn't want what you want. I think you need to go a little easy on yourself. You did kind of just start dating for real. You're coming out of this religious upbringing that kept you from dating. So you didn't have a lot of these experiences in high school or even in college that most people have. Yeah. So you kind of have to think of it as that's where you're starting. You know, you're not at the same place that other maybe 23 year olds are. You're a few years back. You're basically 18 at this point. You know what I mean? So I think you, you should take the pressure off of yourself to parlay something into a relationship 
I would not say that's the priority for you right now, even though that sounds great and that's like what we're taught to want Mm -hmm. and that's what we're taught to have as our our ultimate goal is monogamy and having this this one person and that's fun and it's great and there's nothing wrong with it. But I think for you, the key right now is just experience and it's just learning other people and learning yourself and seeing what you like and what you don't like and what makes you comfortable and what are important traits and what are not and guaranteed you will get into some relationships that you shouldn't get into. Like that will happen and that is healthy and that is normal and that is something that you want so that you can learn what you do want. Like I could be wrong, but you're probably not going to marry the first person that is your boyfriend. Probably. I don't know that hiking guy though. I know that hiking guy. (laughs) I mean, he does sound super into you, so I could be totally wrong. But generally, you know, 23 is the perfect time to make a lot of mistakes. I'd say most of your 20s are a good time for that. I'd say most of your life is a good time for that. But largely your 20s, like you're still turning into a a fully formed human. Like your frontal lobe of your brain is not fully developed yet. Still got two more years. Yeah. So (laughs) you're just in like learning time right now. You really shouldn't be making any lifelong decisions if you ask me. So Rather than saying like, why can't I get past the dating to the relationship? It's like, it sounds like you actually have one example of that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You are So you need maybe 10 more before you're allowed to come back to me and say, okay, now I really don't know (laughs) why I can't. And I mean, 10 more like we were dating for several months and then it didn't turn into a relationship. Mm. Not just like, well, I've been on 10 first dates (laughs) and so far no boyfriend. Like it's, you know numbers, 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 it takes a while and it takes a while to find the right person for you and for the timing to line up and the chemistry to line up and everything to line up. And some people get lucky and marry their high school sweetheart. I don't really think that's lucky because I think it sounds really boring to only ever have sex with that person. But um, some people are lucky, you know, they meet their person when they're 25, they get married when they're 30, whatever. That would be great. That could very well happen to you. But I think you made a conscious decision to move to Los Angeles, to reevaluate religion in your life, to reevaluate romantic and sexual relationships in your life. Give yourself that time to really do that research. And it's very easy to hide in relationship, you know, like, okay, uh, that was fun learning about myself for a couple months there, but I'm good now. Like I found someone <laughs> good. Don't need to do any more self-exploration. And I think you actually probably want to keep it going for as long as possible. So I would say even if hiking guy is all gung ho and asks you to be his girlfriend tonight, you should say no. Mm. You should say, I need to get to know you better. I need to get to know myself better. I'm not going to be your girlfriend for at least three months. Uh, okay. And during that time, You may only see him, you may see other people, whatever it is, but I say take it slow because people really like to rush to that title because it's this like, what's the word I'm thinking of? What's that Monty Python movie? The Holy Grail? (laughs) (laughs) It's this Holy Grail that we hold up as like relationship. So I can put it on Instagram and tell everybody and tell my parents and tell my friends and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you need to learn so much about yourself before that. And some of that learning is going to come from being in a lot of wrong relationships. Yeah. And you can't, you can't go around that learning part. You know, there's no shortcut. Kind of have to go through it. So this guy could be your husband or he could be a terrible idea. He could be fun. He could turn out to be your friend. We don't know. But I'm just saying, don't be rushing to the idea of the relationship. Really take the time to enjoy the dating and the getting to know yourself and other people in this kind of more flexible way. I love that. Yeah. The only thing I would say when you do decide 
okay, like, I'm ready now to kind of figure out how to navigate this into a relationship. For the most part, I do feel like when both people are on the same pages about that, they don't really have to do much navigating. Like, it just kind of happens. You may have one or two conversations. But if you feel like it's not happening, um, you seem like a very easygoing person. I'm very chill, very kind of go with the flow, very non-judgmental. I don't know if underneath that there are like secret needs and wants that you haven't discovered yet. But I would just encourage you to ask for what you need in relationships and not feel like you just have to be the cool, laid back, 23-year-old surfer-ish girl. <laughs> that you can be like, no, I. it is important to me that we be exclusive if we're going to have sex. Or I do need this much notice before a date. Or, you know, I want this in my partner. Like, start to really ask for those things that you want. You may not know what they are yet. Mm-hmm. But once you start to figure them out, don't be afraid. Because you're always going to be this, like, nice, pleasant person who I'm looking at now. You're not going to be this, like, difficult whatever that as long as you stay away from building those walls and telling those stories. But I would encourage you to stand up for yourself because... I think there's a misconception that people only want to get into a relationship with someone who just makes it really easy and is really nice. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I want to be the cool girl. I don't want to ask for anything. I want to be super nice. Like, I'm chill. I'm cool. I'm nice. I don't need anything. And that's actually makes it too easy. And that's not appealing. People like a little bit of a challenge and they like to be told what they need to do to earn you. The thrill of the chase. The thrill of the chase. But it's not even about like playing games or not answering texts or like that kind of chase, but it's about here's the things I need from my partner and I'm going to state them unapologetically. Mm -hmm. And then we'll see if you can step up to the plate and give them to me. Yeah. And that's why I say like, don't you be planning all the dates. Let them do it. Because you want them to feel like they have to earn your attention and affection. And you're not just the cool laid back girl. You are cool and laid back, but you also are a human being mm-hmm. with needs and wants. Yeah, for sure. Did yeah. I yell at you for long enough? I think, no, that's that's a lot of good things to digest. And I think it, it was a good reminder, like 23... Mm-hmm. Vienna waits for you. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have plenty, plenty of time. Yeah. You, you've... You have so much time. You have so many more experiences to have. You should just enjoy yourself. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. And when people start to be like, God, isn't LA dating the worst? (laughs) You be the one that's like, no, it's actually not. I'm having a great time. Even if you're lying. Ah. Be, Be a warrior of the positive story, the positive narrative, and don't get sucked into the like, I'm going to commiserate about how horrible, like that's the only thing that will really set you back. Mm -hmm. You can't be set back by having different experiences and adventures. You can be by creating a narrative around those that is negative and keeps you at home. Yeah. All right. I'll have a, the, the positive story. The positive story. You're going to be my personal warrior. (laughs) I'm going to keep an eye on you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, please. Yes. And I want you to keep your social media and just your attitude in general. If a guy flakes on you, if the apps are challenging you, whatever, it's that specific person. It was that specific time. It does not apply to everyone. It does not tell a story about you and your success rate. You're doing great. And please continue to date guys who are shorter than you. All right. I will. Just for you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me. Can I sell you on Single Crush Saturday? Uh, yes, of course. So your Instagram is Emily and the Beast. Yeah, like Beauty and the Beast, except I'm Emily the Beauty. Emily and the Beast. You're the beauty. I yeah. like that. You are the beauty. Emily and the Beast. If you want to be the Beast, you can DM her or us and we'll hook you up. 
Yeah, that sounds great. Yay. Have fun on your day tonight. Thank you. Good luck with the sushi. Thank you for coming and letting me yell at you. You're so green and fresh and new, and I'm so excited about just dropping you into the pond. It's so cute. Okay. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Just the tip, a dating tip. After Emily and I stopped recording, she told me about after my show, she wingmanned a friend she was with. They were at a bar and her friend said, oh, that guy's really cute. And she said, okay, I'm going to go over to him for you. She went over to him and said, oh, are you playing pool? He was playing pool. And then she said, and he said, yes. And then she said, oh, here's my friend. And then they talked for a while. This is a great tip along with how Emily's date for tonight found her, which was hiking with his friend. If you are too scared to do the number thing by yourself, I totally understand. And having a friend with you can make it so much easier. So go for a hike, go to a bar, go to a networking event, go to a party with a friend and say to your friend, we're going to wingman each other. Now, a lot of times this is kind of understood, but no one actually acts on it. But if you say to your friend, I want you to hold me accountable and make sure that I give out my number one time tonight, or make sure that someone gets my number one time tonight, or even make sure that I talk to a stranger one time tonight, Having someone to hold you accountable is really, really helpful. And you can even, you know, make a bet of it or say, if I don't give my number my number to someone tonight, I have to give you $10 or I have to pay for your bar tab or whatever it is. Bring a friend, a friend you trust, a friend you feel comfortable with, and a friend who will not compete with you. You can help them. They can help you if you have different types or just agree to talk to different people. Or it could be a friend who's not single. Power in numbers and bring a friend, bring two Two friends, wingman each other, help each other out. We are in this together and we can do it. Thank you to Emily and the Beast on Instagram for coming onto our show and talking about her budding baby bird love life. Thank you to Josiah Thorngate, our editing producer. Thank you to Melissa Gruen, our social media producer. If you have questions, comments about something I said, want to come on the podcast, want to be coached in private, please reach out, notyourtherapistpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, notyourtherapistpodcast. If you're in the LA area, I do a show called All My Single Friends for single people to come and meet each other and be coached on stage by me. That is the third Thursday of every month. So in November, it will be November. November 21st. Come to that. That's where I met Emily and now she was on the show. Uh, Who else didn't I thank? Christine Bartolucci. Thank you to all of you for listening, rating, reviewing, and making dating fun. (laughs) 